Hello and welcome in to the Tim Talk Sports Podcast. My name is Tim. Today we're going to be talking about, you guessed it, sports specifically. We're going to be talking about the Nuggets. And we might reluctantly throw a little bit of spring training talk in there. Probably not, though. Probably just Nuggets. So, a little bit of housekeeping up top. Um, we got a back catalog of these shows now. Go back, check them out. Really help me out. Uh, there's some evergreen stuff in there. It's good to listen to. Um, every once in a while, I lose my mind, and it's it's a chuckle. Also, there's I have I have insights that are uh, are of interest. I feel that's why I do the show. Also, uh, I got a show called Tim Talks Movies. Um, on it, we've done Batman, and I did Deep Water last week. It's terrible. I shouted for 35 minutes. I thought it was a good time editing it. I laughed a little bit. Also, we talked about the MCU, and we talked about Kevin Feige, Kathleen Kennedy, John Favreau, and we talked about uh, my experience recently with Star Trek. So, well, without further ado, let's talk about the most recent game that featured your Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Clippers. And man, this game was close. This game was tight, but it didn't feel like it. Didn't feel like it for one fucking second. Not one of them. Like, within three minutes left, the game was within seven points. But it did not feel that close. It felt like the Denver Nuggets controlled the game from the tip. Because Nikola Jokic controlled that game from the tip. But he didn't have to do it all. That was the great part about tonight. Is everybody fucking showed up to play. I'm looking at these boxes. There's a couple guys with couple guys with negative plus minus, but that's horseshit. Everybody showed up to play tonight. Not everybody had huge featured roles. Seven guys scored in double figures, but the three that played that didn't make it to that threshold, I feel still had value to the team. So there are like so many highlights. I kind of want to talk about some because it was just such a vibes occasion. Like I was just so. Jack, the entire time I watched this game, like, I don't know, were you guys Jack the entire fucking time? Like, Jeff Green sprinting the court at least three times and getting easy dunks. Nicola getting an easy dunk running the floor. Bones Highland going four of six from three and never taking a shot within two feet of the arch. Boogie dunks. Boogie just commanding respect of the paint. Going airborne MJ style. Boogie passing from the corner. Man, that's one of the sweetest passes I've seen from a non-Jokic player ever. Boogie Cousins dishing out from the bottom of the key to the corner of Austin Rivers with nobody even thinking Austin Rivers was it. It was crazy. We had the crazy poetry in motion passing. Not once, but two series where we had at least four passes consecutively leading to three-point shots, one by Will Barton and one by Monte Morris. It was incredible. Incredible. That's just the first half. The second half, more dunks. We had Austin Rivers literally taking Luke Kennard out of his shorts. Like, I don't understand this move still. I've watched it a hundred times of Austin Rivers just, just murdering at least, yeah, two defenders. I don't know who this headband fuck is. That might be a Morris, but just completely ob- obliterating those two guys. And one of my favorites, I mean, it's hard to say, like, my favorite, because so many good things happen in this game, but AG goes up, he gets blocked, blocked with air quotes, I mean, 
There was some contact at the rim. For several consecutive attempts down in the Nuggets' end, there was some contact at the rim. And it is what it is. I'm just not a fan of NBA officiating, but AG gets stuffed. He gets it. He slams it so hard that the backboard like dips a little bit. Kind of like when you got a fish on, when a fish takes the line, when you when you got it in a rod holder. That's what it kind of looked like. The entirety of the basket dipped forward. It was insanity. It was insanity. This game didn't feel close. It was close. A lot of that had to do with two primary things. The Nuggets fouled quite a bit, and the interior defense got lax as we moved into the game. Once Joker got tired and Boogie got tired, like after their second and third times into the game, Terrence Mann just went off. He took it into there without without regrets, without remorse. Reggie Jackson tried to. He failed. That's a shit stat, stat line from Jackson. That's about as inefficient as you can get. No, but this is the Nuggets team that I feel like we just all need to embrace and love because Mann was at a game. Everybody showed up. We're going to talk about the team as a whole, like individuals here in a second. But everybody showed up. It's just so crazy to me still that this was not over until it was over. But it was. I mean, Will Barton sealing it with a dagger three with two seconds left on the shot clock finished the game with a minute left. That was incredible. It took every ounce of them to win a game that felt like they had it the entire way. It was so exciting. They were, it just, if there were style points, the Nuggets would have won by 100. They were on the ball tonight. The ball was, to quote Adam Marr, as popping. The ball was flying. Nobody was holding on to the ball. There was no hold it, dribble, jab, step. It was pass, pass, shoot, pass, pass, dribble. People were flying without the basketball. Cuts. And it, as the game wore on and fatigue started to set in, the Clippers did intercept a few cuts. The Nuggets still didn't turn the ball over 10 times. Indicative of a really, really good win. Nikola Jokic fe- featuring one turnover. That's incredible. I mean, if you think about a player who has as high a usage rate as Nikola Jokic does, that's, that's insane that he turned the ball over only one time. Also considering the high difficulty of the passes that he takes on. To only turn the ball over one time is incredible. And people who claim he doesn't play defense, there were times where the perimeter players breaking contain and busting into the paint, it looked like you know he was kind of fucking around. But he also was in foul trouble the entire game. But what I was getting at is 13 defensive rebounds, two steals, three, count them, three blocks. Three blocks is just insane. Another thing that's notable about this game is, let's we'll let's talk about Nikola Jokic. He had command of the game from the beginning. You could tell he was feeling it. The first shot he took wasn't a post play. It wasn't a this. It wasn't a that. It was a it was a jump shot from outside the key. He stared down the basket, knew that Ivica Zubats was not Ivica Zubats was not going to contest it, and he just he just put it home, man. As easy as they come. Now. It looked like it was going to be another Boston game for a second there after that play because Jokic was really trying the home run ball early. And there were two or three in the first quarter that got intercepted, that got bobbled, that got fucked up somehow. Barton did miss a layup at the rim. Um, 
I forget what the other ones were. There, there were two or three. So it's it really felt like the like I was about to tweet out that the ball is not it's not falling. Their shot making ability is kind of taking a step backwards. But then that was completely eradicated after like three minutes into the game. They could not miss. They were fifty percent from three tonight. Fifty percent. It's incredible. And Nikola Jokic didn't make one, but he controlled every facet of that game. There was a, a short stretch coming out of halftime where they could not get him the ball. There were a few plays where they could not get him the ball, but the Clippers had methods to defeat the Nuggets. And I, I really just don't think that, I don't think the Nuggets necessarily were taking them away. The Clippers just went away from them because they're too hard. There are difficult ways to play basketball. It's a lot easier to just camp on the perimeter and shoot threes to play one-on-one basketball against the greatest player on earth. But that's not how you beat them, right? That's not how you beat the Nuggets. You beat the Nuggets by forcing the others to score, which they did tonight, and by forcing the Nuggets to play interior defense. Let's talk about Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, you know, the shooting is still tough, right? 5 of 13 from the field. One of three from three, so that means four of ten um, from the inside. Some of those are, there's a couple of them, I, I can think of at least two off the top of my head, where Aaron Gordon was actually blocked, but he got the shit fouled out of him. So that that hurt his, his field goal percentage. He played pretty decent defense tonight. He played off of speedy guards at point. You know, I'm sure that there were defensive assignments, but guys are moving around pretty pretty frequently tonight. It wasn't like Aaron Gordon's only job was to defend man, right? It wasn't like his only job was to defend Morris, who had a fucking horrendous game. Thank the Lord that guy choked. Man, what a choker. 6 of 16 and 0 of 6 from 3. What a fuckhead. What an absolute fuckhead. What a choker, man. It's crazy. Now, Aaron Gordon, he still is visibly like a half a step slow. He is, but he played well tonight, and man, you can just see the potential. You can just see it. So, love Aaron Gordon. Jeff Green, though, he's a big contributor tonight. The cutting, the just constant movement of Jeff Green tonight, you don't always see that out of him. Sometimes he camps. Tonight was not a camping night from Jeff Green. He moved like a 23-year-old Jeff Green. 7-10 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3. The, the, the miss was a bad miss, but the two makes were so important to the game. Especially the one late in the fourth, he drained it. He absolutely drained it. It was so important to the game. The way that he runs, the way that he cuts, is just so imperative to Jokic's success. To find guys that open up lanes for him to operate. If guys move around him, if guys make shots from three, then like they did tonight, they both moved and made threes, then he's going to have an easy time of it like he did tonight. 30 points. 14 boards, 6 assists. It's a strange night where everybody's shot making was off the charts, and he had 6 assists, and it felt like he had a million of them. It felt like he had a million of them. I think it's because everybody else was passing so well tonight that you know some of his assists got wiped off because there were two or three passes after his initial pass out. Will Barton. Will Barton, um, he, he had a couple Will Barton moments, but man, those threes he made were so clutch. So key. So key, man. And the way that he commands a defender, he commands gravity while entering the paint, gives room to players around him, especially Nikola Jokic. 
and Monte Monte tonight. Monte Morris Monte. He was great from three point. He was he had middling success inside the arc, but three of three from three point range, and it felt like they were all important, especially going into the end of the half. They were really important. I really want him to work around the basket more, and he had a couple of those tonight. But the Clippers played big for some reason. They are not really a big team. At least they weren't last year. I haven't watched a ton of Clippers ball this year. But very typically, they play extremely small. The Clippers played big tonight, and it kept Morris out of the key. It kept Morris away from this primary untouchable drive um, that might have been blocked tonight. I'm not sure. But he's he's got that move that just very frequently... Is like I don't know how that works so well, but it it sure did. All right, let's go to the bench. Jaw Green, Jamichael Green, man. So the scoring's not there, obviously. Oh, three from the field, two points. But his defense is just very very important to the team. When you can take out three point threats on the perimeter, when you can take out interior players with your body by banging down low, when you can take out centers to shooting guards, you are a very important player on the team. Especially when the identity of the defense on on the second unit relies so heavily upon toughness. Which it does. Four of those players are just very visibly tough players. I mean, we're not going to call Brent Forbes a great defender, but man, if that guy doesn't give you a fucking look. Austin Rivers, he is constantly talking, giving up his body, just so tough. That guy is going to get a mid-level contract next year. And I fucking hope he does. Because he's earned every penny of it. He is a good basketball player. I have been so impressed with him ever since coming back. Malone benched him earlier in the year. Ever since he came back from that benching and COVID, I've just been so impressed with him because even when the shot doesn't fall, which often it doesn't, his defense is always there. It persists no matter what. But uh, circle back to Bryn Forbes. I mentioned him for a second there. He, he shot one and two tonight. He only took two shots. He was on the floor 12 minutes. It's not like it was a Bryn Forbes game. It was an everybody else game, but he was one of two from three. And you could tell that three-point shot that he made was a confidence booster. He's been going through a, a rut. I mean, he's a 40-point three-point shooter, and he's been going through a rut from behind the arc. That's his entire career. If he can't shoot that shot anymore, he won't be in the league. <laughs> so he he really needs the confidence booster, and he found one tonight. And I, they, they did a close-up on him and Rivers when they were walking off the floor because the Clippers called timeout right after that three. And you could just see, whew, man, man, it really it really gave him a boost, I think. He, I mean, he didn't make any more, but I feel like he, he gained confidence that he can build off of going into the next game. Because is it imperative that Bryn Forbes makes three threes a game? No. Bones Highland has became the number one option on this team. But Bryn Forbes, I mean, if he can become an asset, you can't cover two guys like the way they've been trying to cover Bryn Forbes, right? They've been trying to absolutely, not just the Clippers, but everybody, just absolutely pay somebody on Bryn Forbes because he is a fucking weapon. So if you have two guys that are deadly from three and the coach has to blanket covered two guys i mean it's unlikely that a bench unit has two guys that can blanket coverage shooters at that level i mean i just i don't see it so bones island we've been talking a little bit of bones island let's get into it man that guy can shoot 
Just so impressive. Just so good from behind the arc. The sidestep Trezzy, I think he calls it. It's an entirely different language from what I speak. Um, but good for him. Man, is he just, he's incredible. That shot has no business going in, except for he is literally Dame Lillard. That's what I hear, at least, from my boy D-Lineco. His game has evolved to a point where it's going to make tough decisions when guys start to come back. Unless guys don't come back this year. In which case, Coach has the top 10 guys nailed down. I think all 10 play in the postseason. I think you can have this exact setup. Jeff Green, I think, would be better suited coming off the bench. He played so well tonight, man. So happy to see a good Jeff Green game. Those dunks. Those dunks. And he, those key threes. Like, I mean, to go two or three behind the arc during very important moments, just so good. And we can't end this without talking about Boogie Cousins. Boogie Cousins is the emotional leader on the team. At least at least that lineup, that bench lineup, he is absolutely the emotional leader of that bench lineup. But I feel like he has taken on the emotional leader of the Nuggets without Jamal Murray. I mean, Jamal Murray is obviously that when he is playing, when he is healthy, when he is on the court. But it's not Jokic. That's not what Jokic does. Jokic is the best player on the fucking planet. He can't, I mean, it's hard to ask him to do everything. Right, and I don't think we should we should ask him to do everything. He's the best player on the planet. That's good enough. Let somebody else take the rah rah yelling at people, whatever it takes mentality to bring people up. And that's Boogie Cousins, man. Like there are sometimes when he gets visibly worn down. He only played 14 minutes tonight, and the last couple minutes, man, Boogie got worn down. But he brings an energy that they desperately need. Because guess what? On the end of tail end of Jokic's minutes, he's visibly tired too. It's the end of the fucking season. So when you bring Boogie in and he is just so tough, just so bouncy, just beating fuckers up, it's so good for this team to have that kind of leadership on the court. Who would think that you'd look that a Denver Nuggets team would look to De- DeMarcus Cousins for leadership? Like there were times. Like when he signed with the Warriors on a mid, that I was pulling for him to be a Nugget. But never, like pre this season, would I have ever thought that that was going to happen this year. I thought after he flopped out with the Rockets that he was just done from the league. He has been such a productive player for this team. And god damn it, isn't it? It's just awesome to have a big, some toughness. Man, I mean, somebody's going to have to help him out with fines though, right? The guy gets teed up quite a bit, and he's not making that much money this year. Somebody's going to have to help him out. Hopefully he saved up a couple of dollars from his big contracts back in the day. But, man, I'm so happy about this team tonight. There are days where I question that this team is good enough to play in the postseason. The way they played tonight, I don't think that way. I think that this team can win against any team below probably Phoenix. And honestly, when they were just playing Boston, I was just questioning whether this team was good enough. And I think that was fair, right? We had just seen them come out of a giant win streak against shitty teams, and then they played two tough teams in a row, and they lost those games. But you play this Clippers team that has been good, that has a deep a deep team, and the Nuggets put it on them. Like, the score was close, but the game did not feel close. 
They won every fucking quarter. And if, like I said, if style points counted for anything, they would have had a thousand of them. Man, I'm just, I, I wish that we still had another month. I wish we still had 20 more games. Because if we could somehow get a Jamal and a Michael Porter on this team, who who's stopping us? Who is fucking stopping us? I don't know. I don't know. But this team's good. Like, Aaron Gordon's our second best player, and he had a bad night tonight. And everybody else just said, why, why, why are we going to give up? Just because one of our guys isn't at his best right now. We're going to fucking punish him. And seven guys did. The entire team did. Seven guys went into double figures. Bones Highland is surpassing every thought that anybody had. I'm pretty sure we all thought, man, if things kind of go well for Bones Highland, he could be a solid bench player. I think he's been a little bit more than that. I think that if he were, if he had started the year in the rotation, at this point, he'd probably be making enough noise on a consistent basis, having another 30 games under his belt, where he might be in a six-man conversation. He's obviously their six-man now. He is the second most important scorer on the Nuggets. No questions asked. Because he brings the punch on the bench. So, that's going to wrap it up. Um, what a good night, man. What a good game. Thank Christ that we could punish those teams after Morris was such a little bitch. Saying that the only reason the Nuggets put him out in the bubble was because it was in the bubble. What a little bitch. So glad that we punked at his ass and he didn't show up. He decided to stay in Los Angeles. 6 of 16 from the floor and 0 of 6 from 3. What a punk. What a punk. So yeah, that's going to wrap this up. Um, Chris Bryant. We're going to talk small amount of Rockies. Chris Bryant got a single in his first at-bat today. Ezekiel Tovar had a home run yesterday. That's pretty much it. Kyle Freeland had two good innings, and then the third one got roughed up. He struck out the best player on the planet. Um, that's Rockies. There's no Rams stuff. Uh, actually, first day was the today was the first day of spring ball for the Rams. I did not go. I might go tomorrow. Just depends on how the morning goes. So yeah, that's gonna do it. Um, don't forget to check out Tim Talks Broncos. The back catalog there, the back catalog of this show. There are good episodes back there. Go ahead and check them out. Pump those numbers up. Do me a favor. Also, follow me at TimTalksPod on Twitter. Usually, I'm humorous. I do tweet a lot. If you guys follow me on Twitter, let me know if I tweet too much. Um, I had somebody follow me and then less than 24 hours unfollow me. So, I don't know if I'm tweeting too much, but also... I'm just kind of doing my own thing. I'm just kind of having fun. I I do cover four different teams, five different teams. So, yeah, five different teams. So, at times, you know, not every Broncos fan cares about the Rockies or the Rams. I get that, but I don't really give a shit. Follow my stuff. I am occasionally funny. I do break, not break, but I drop the news pretty quickly. And, yeah, little tidbits here and there. So yeah, um, tomorrow is going to be Tim Talks Broncos, and then Thursday is going to be Tim Talks Sports. The Nuggets play the Suns, so that's going to be probably a that's going to be a tough one. But that's okay. If we lose to the Suns, it's not going to be like the worst thing. We'll see. So, anyways, that's going to do it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and I'm gonna probably watch some 1883. 
jive that jive. It's a good show if you're not watching that show. It's pretty enjoyable. Y'all have a good rest of your day, night, whenever the fuck you listen to this. Peace.